Welcome to episode three of the Be Good Golf podcast. Back with my good bud, Avery Flores, out there in California. Unfortunately, didn't get to see his Yanks play today, so he's a little upset about that, but we have him tomorrow. Uh, hopefully they get the dub just for his sake. I cannot see a Yankees loss, but we'll dive into that, obviously. Um, yeah, so we got some good stuff on the agendas today. Uh, we got the Zozo that happened this weekend. Dive into Live, obviously. Uh, I got to talk about my golf tournament this weekend that happened. Um, baseball, obviously, in full swing. So, yeah, man, let's jump right into it. Um, I think, did the Rams win this weekend? Did you go catch the game this weekend? Yeah, I was able to catch the game. Rams won, so big-time win for the Rams. Offense still looked pretty shaky, but the second half was really good. I think uh, McVay really shook up the offense and got some screens going, some movement in the backfield. So it looked good. It looked good. Dude, I had Matt Stafford as my quarterback this week for fantasy. Uh, not great, but he did enough to get the job done. I pulled out the dub with him, so happy to see that. Um, yeah, he's uh, definitely threw a pick, but he's he's got a lot of picks. He's known for yeah. throwing picks, so he's an aggressive quarterback. Yeah, yeah. Did you see uh, the course this weekend? Did you get any swings in? Um, this weekend, I actually went to my brother-in-law's house, and I got onto the UGC quad, dialed in a little bit of numbers, um, played a course, um, random course on there. It was pretty fun, but uh, yeah, I did a lot of wedge shots. I'm playing in that... Uh, four-man scramble on friday so just working on um short game it's just going to be driver short game putter so put it a little bit too as well he's got a putty mat in there um feel pretty pretty confident should be playing well how, how was uh, your tournament man um well we went into the tournament thinking that it was a two-man scramble <laughs> it ended up being a two-man best ball so we had wow. to completely change our mindset on that um, cause it's, I mean, basically you're playing your individual like game and I don't have the best individual game. Um, and Friday was, we were too amped up. I will probably say that. Like we were really excited to get out there and play dude. First, <laughs> first tee, I had my ball teed up and I just freaking topped the crap out of the ball barely made it past the women's tees next shot slice right to the next fairway somehow was able to get a, a bogey after that but my buddy played really well he's he's played golf in high school like played at a high level so he really helped us on the first day so we were one under together after the first nine and then we shot six over on the back on the <laughs> that same day so we ended up shooting a 77 Jeez, first day Louise. what happened on the back man is it that much harder uh, no, we just lost any ability and I didn't have any ability that day to hit the ball. I don't know what it was. Um, so we ended up shooting 77. Our partners that we played with freaking cheated, freaking losers. It was cheated? ridiculous. How'd they cheat? So on one of the holes that we were playing, I think it was like 13, um, this guy hit it into the creek and we obviously saw it roll into the creek. And so we drive up there, we see his ball, whatever. Then I drive the car up individually to go see, go find my ball behind the hole. Right. And he's like, here's my ball right here. And I'm like, no, you're in the creek. And he, he's like, no, I'm not. This is my ball. I don't know what ball that is. And then his teammate brought his damn ball to him out of the freaking pond. He's like, that's not my ball. I'm like, I, I, I almost lost it, dude. At that point, we were like already pissed because we were playing terrible. That guy cheated. So Friday was kind of a wash. Um, 
I will say like tournament golf, like even though it's like a, just for fun, like a two man screen or two man best ball is like still stressful. Like I've never put myself in a situation like that. And <laughs> I chunked some balls, man. I did some, did some, some bad things, but Sunday was a lot better. I played a really good Sunday. Um, played some of the best golf I think I've ever played in my life, like for six holes. And we shot a 73 yesterday, uh, yesterday. So just a one over. So we played really well yesterday. Wow. Yeah. That's, um, that's legit. So it was, it was a good day. It was a good time. Uh, we're going to play in some more, uh, it's kind of tournament seasons winding down. So, but it was no, good. It'll be fun. It was a lot of yeah, fun. Yeah. I mean, it, it's obviously you're shooting at golf and all the podcaster viewers know that. So it makes sense that you played so bad, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm just kidding. And the thing was, the thing, no, it, it really is. I played so bad. And the thing was like the team that we played with on, on Sunday, they were like, yeah, we try and play like five to eight rounds. And I'm like wow and you guys are still like playing really good and i practice a lot and i still suck <laughs> they play five to eight rounds a month i mean a year sorry five to eight rounds a year i mean yeah that's honestly I, i'm lucky if i get out once a month so like 12 rounds a year isn't too yeah. bad for me but yeah. i mean honestly playing though is totally different than being at the range and hitting balls and we all know that like you can have the, right. the range guy just like baseball right you got the, the bp guy or you can have the the game guy so yeah i mean you'll you'll see more game improvement longer term if i would put my money down right i i think so too and uh it, yeah i don't know I, and I also like playing early so we played at like 11 o'clock which is not that not that late by any means but i like playing at like seven or eight so i was like thinking all day like you know before i get out there in the morning like how's my swing gonna do like all this stuff grinded on the range that was silly because i was what's, like okay so here we go let's the first question what's your like pre round of golf like warm-up like what, what do you, you get an hour early you a 30 minute guy are you show and go guy what, what does it look like so i was like a 45 minute guy on friday like is that Ryan did good on the i range. mean that's pretty good right well i normally don't do that i'm normally like 20 minutes like i'll hit like you would be a what i normally guy. do like just a normal like day not like a tournament i'll go i'll grab like a, a 60 degree i'll grab my pitching wedge and like my five or six iron because that's where i feel like i hit a lot of those shots with right. those irons and then i'll just grab my wood trying to feel comfortable and i'll, I'll hit like 15 balls or so or 20 balls just to get like loose and then i'll putt yeah. um but this time dude i hit like I hit a lot of my irons. I was hitting driver off the um, at the range, which I normally don't do, and then really? I putted. You don't a hit ton. your driver at all before pre before pre round. Not really, man. I I hit heck? it so bad on the range that I'm scared to take it out of the bag <laughs> on the oh course. Oh my gosh, you're crazy. Yeah. Are you like it's, a coffee breakfast kind of guy too? Like you get oh, that for sure. in the morning? Okay, cool. For yeah. sure. Have I think most of our listeners would agree with that. A little coffee, little little breakfast, breakfast burrito. It's it's crucial, it's crucial. No, it definitely is because I mean, downside is probably by eight nine I'm ready to take a shit. That's all <laughs> it is. So that's the only downside. So it's either I, if I'm playing well, let's release some stress. If I'm playing, uh, oh, I'm sorry. If I'm playing bad, it's release some stress. If I'm playing well, we keep it rolling. We're gonna have to hold it in. Right. Um, but uh, okay, okay. So so we got grinded on the range for 45 minutes. Um, are you and putting, putting chip guy that, too? That's putting and hitting the range. Like I didn't just hit balls for 45 minutes straight. Like, do you chip like greenside chip or do you just like do all your irons on the range and then you just putt? I, so I, I hit like, I, I imagine where a flag like out 
in in the driving range i don't want to have to necessarily drive all the way over to the chipping area because sometimes it's not like close and i want to waste time right. so like i try hitting like just some uh, some short flop so- shots some short chip shots things like that like on the range and then i'll go putt so i'll do basically everything on the range and i'll just walk over to the putting green uh no that yeah i would say 95 percent of people it's usually looks like that honestly though i could also say that it could be a 50 50 split on people who hit the range and then people that just show and go. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I feel like every time I arrive at a golf course, I have the group ahead of me is a show and go, or there's some, some fool that's late. Yeah. There's, there's this one person I play with. I'm not going to say their name, but I have, I've had to start so many times without them that they have to catch up on like hole two. And I'm like, at that point, what's what? the point of paying the money? Like what, what are we paying I don't for? Know. You paying to be know. out for the day? Like, I mean, paying away to be from, away from the wife. Like what, what's going on there? Well, and that's, I'm at the point in my golfing career, I feel like, to where if I'm going to spend the money and go out there, I'm going to try and shoot my best score. Some yeah, of my 100%. friends still at this time, they go out there to drink and get away from like work and stuff. So I, I like playing with them sometimes, but other players, I, I like playing with a couple guys because they actually are, are decent golfers and like make me better. Because when I play with my other buddies that aren't that great... <laughs> it like definitely brings down like my score i feel like i don't know right and like i'm no yeah and you play you play to the level of the guys you're playing with. right right and uh so that's why i like playing with my buddy that i played with this last weekend because he's he's a good golfer dude he was bombing the ball probably hitting the ball average like 320 off the tee Damn. i mean and that's why i don't understand how we played so bad on on friday because he was just bombing the ball so yeah but, it, but we like, also could make any putts too. we talked about this too i mean it's in tournaments like that, it, it comes down to, you know, can you hit the fairway? And then it comes down to, can you putt? Like, right. Or, I'm sorry, can you hit your approach shot close enough to give yourself an opportunity to birdie? Right. And we just weren't leaving ourselves in good situations. Like, we were putting from, like, so far away. And yeah. then our lag putts, we just could not figure out the speed. So, we were just leaving ourselves, like, six-footers and just missing them. Yeah. No, it's tough. So, but... Yeah, tournament golf is a lot of fun. I will say best ball's a struggle for me. I'm probably more of a scramble guy. I don't know if I would have signed up for best ball. Um, best ball. Okay, I always forget the difference. I know, obviously, scramble is like anybody, you're just playing the best overall score, correct? Everybody plays their own ball? That's best ball. Scramble is you um, basically alternate shot. So, like, you both hit, or no, not alternate shot. So, we would both hit a drive, and then you pick the best shot from there, and then you hit that shot and he picks the next best shot from there and all the way until the ball's in the hole. Gotcha. Best ball is you're playing your own individual ball. So you want to shoot as good of a score as you can on that hole. That's definitely um, a tougher, tougher uh, format for sure. Yeah. Cause I mean, I'm, I would rather rely on someone else's drive cause I would just, I was punching out left and right. Yeah. It, no, it was 100%. not fun. Yeah. No, that's uh that's definitely tough. And it puts, especially a two man. I mean, if your partner isn't playing well, it's tough to get, keep that momentum. You, you got to mentally be locked in to, to have uh, yeah. two good scores in there. Yeah, yeah, especially in a two-day tournament. But it was a lot of fun. I mean, we'll probably do it again next year um, just to Yeah, shoot me out, man. I'll, I'll come out. I'll bring a two-man and uh, come out and play. Dude, that's when we need to get the content out there. Yeah. Get some Whole swings on from YouTube now. All and it stuff. is. We'll be, uh, we'll be out in a booth out there announcing that that, uh, that tournament. Maybe Dude, we're we need big to go time to, enough we need to go to we a, don't. We need to go to a PGA tournament next year. Yeah, we can do that. You know, I've never been to a PGA tournament. Uh, I've been to one. 
here in Tulsa. What, what, this last Tulsa? PGA. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Um, well, definitely heard that. Being at a tournament is unlike anything else. Does the sound, how good those guys are. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's, I, we talked about this. I mean, it's just tough to see a lot of shots. And sometimes it feels like it's more of a social aspect, not so much going to watch the golf. Um, and from the couple, t- so I actually went to the senior PGA last year, which was in Tulsa also. Um, okay. I will say general admission seating is not as fun as sitting like in the suites. It looks like, cause you have to wait in the lines, go to the bathroom. I mean, all this stuff right. and, uh, the suites, they just treat you really nice. So it'd be nice to like, you know, if anyone that's listening to our podcast can get us into the PGA, PGA tournament, even the John Deere, I don't even care in a suite. That would be sick. Or media yeah. media passes maybe, would be even maybe better. our uh, unofficial sponsor, T, uh, Travis Matthew, will hook us up. But That'd be unofficially, sick. Unofficial. unofficially, do they? Do y'all go to? Do y'all go any tournaments? Or like do any booths anywhere? Yeah. So we actually our biggest tournament of the year that we are pretty much the main sponsor for is going to be, um, the what's the one the lake with all the celebrities? It's a pro am. Is, is that the Lake Tahoe one? Yeah, the Lake Tahoe tournament. So that's our number one tournament. So we have. Um, yeah, we're one of the bigger sponsors out there, but most of the guys out on there will wear pretty much, I would say more than 50% of the field is wearing our branded product. So whether it's the shoes, the shirt, the hats, um, we have a big 18 wheeler that comes out and we just party as a beer, has a shop, it has a basketball hoop, has a rooftop deck. So it's pretty sweet. Most, uh, we do make it to a lot of tournaments in the PGA tour too, as well, just not as big as sponsors, but, um, we used to be pretty big here down here in San Diego at the farmers over in that Torrey Pines. Hopefully that comes back again this year, um, but yeah, you'll you'll see the truck around. Um, it's big old eighteen wheeler. It says Travis Matthew inside, painted all black. So it's a pretty uh, pretty sweet vibe. Pretty much just a party the whole time. Nice. I, I've yeah. seen videos come out of that Lake Tahoe tournament. I think is isn't Steph play at that tournament? Like shoots at that yeah, goal so all Steph, the time. Yeah. So every year you see those guys shoot. That's the Travis Matthew hole. So that's the one lakeside. Nice. We have our big eighteen wheeler right there pretty sweet vibe bunch of guys go out there um but uh yeah it's it's if i'm gonna tell you one tournament that looks super fun to go to that is the tournament to go to legit i mean you have you're right on the casino you're right on the water go on Mm -hmm. the boat all day watch the tournament go to the casino and gamble a little bit um i've only been there during the winter time no sorry i've only been there in the summer so i know winter gets pretty crazy too with the snow and it's pretty good boarding and skiing but um yeah, I definitely, I think next year I've already kind of made some plans that I definitely want to go to that. Uh, it just seems like a fun environment to be around, kind of like you talked about. I think it's would be right. fun to be in the social aspect of it um, and maybe not so serious on the golf side, but, I mean, you see a lot of pretty sweet athletes and actors and things like that, so that'd be pretty sweet to, to, to see. Yeah, that'd be cool. My parents went to Lake Tahoe, and they said it's awesome. I mean, not just at golf, but, like, just the atmosphere, like the lake and everything. It's Yeah, they, they had a really good time. Yeah, so. that's sweet. Nice. Um, so you want to jump into live? Uh, that was pretty yeah. interesting. Uh, some interesting golf coming out of there this weekend. So um, yeah, we can jump into yeah. some live things. Yeah. Um, I mean, did you did you watch any of it or catch any of it by any chance? I did catch some of it actually. Um, okay. Because yeah, I mean, golf was on super late again. With like the Zozo was like on super late after football. I was one of the crazy ones that stood up late and watched that. Um, I mean, yeah, it was just a great sports weekend, honestly. Yeah, again. I mean, uh, uh, the big guy we kind of talked about before, too, Kepka came out number one. Mm-hmm. Um, Peter Ulin was a number two. 
and uh, Jacqueline Newman was three. So um, I'm pretty sure Kepka and Ulan went into a playoff. So I know that also happened too as well. Um, Kepka, Kepka pulled it out. But um, yeah, I mean, what a $4.7 million purse. Not too shabby. Wow. Unreal. Yeah, pretty, pretty crazy. Um, but yeah, I mean, he played well all week, and I think he was on the leaderboard pretty much the whole weekend. And he also helped his team smash GC, uh, gain the number one spot in the leaderboard for the team. So smash GC, fireballs, then aces um, is going to be... Actually, that was from round two. Um, and so now the official round, so after the final round, it's smash GC, fireballs, uh, crushers, then aces. So aces and crushers are tied at 26, um, both tied for third. But pretty big leap for the smash OGs. Mm-hmm. Um, good weekend for them. So it'll be fun going into Miami next week to see uh, see that final round. Yeah. I see Matthew Wolf was T5, and so was Dustin Johnson. Um, and Sergio was up there too. Yeah, so um, we had, yeah, Paul Casey was also coming at seven. Yeah. Um, Schwartzel was at nine. So, um, yeah, some of the big-time guys that I yeah. guess we used to see on the PGA Tour are uh, playing well. Um, but, I mean, Kepka came out with a pretty crazy crazy quote throughout the weekend. I don't know if you saw that either. He said, uh, the last two years haven't been fun. Obviously, he has been playing well in transition with Bryson and the PGA Tour and Liv. Um, mm-hmm. But he said, the last two years haven't been fun. I didn't know if my career was over. And I guess, I mean, one question I have for you is, he's not the first guy to struggle with career-ending um, achievements or career-ending you know, mental blocks or whatever the case may be. I mean, I know Jordan's been through it. Bubba Watson actually read his book. He's uh, been through a lot mm-hmm. with his mental health. I know Matthew Wolf has spoken up about it. I mean, what are your yeah. thoughts on all that and what those guys have to go through? Well, he just won so fast. Also, he won those two U.S. Opens back-to-back years, and that puts so much pressure on him. I can't imagine, like, under... And also, I think he's just had a lot of injuries. Like, he's just been hurt, and then he tries to play through hurt because um, he's just a competitive dude, and, you know, you want to get out there and play. But, yeah, you, you see a lot about these... Um, these mental health being conscious about it on the tour now. And you really didn't hear about it um, that often. Um, but these guys are grinding out there. That's why I think the live is, is good for some of these players, especially like Matthew Wolf, who won that three M open like in 2019. And it was like, Oh man, he's going to be the, like the next, I mean, this might be pushing it, but next tiger, because he just had such a good golf game coming out of college and then just completely, like we just hadn't seen him in a while and now he's coming back and live, which is, is good to see him play some good golf. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I think it's interesting. No. Yeah, no, I agree. I think there's a lot to say too. I think all professional athletes at one point or another in their career question, you know, whether they want to keep playing, whether it's for the love of the game, whether, you know, they have other priorities on their mind or if they're just not mentally in it. So yeah, right. I mean, kudos to those guys that grind it out and actually play kind of like you mentioned. And that's another thing too, is like, it's so hard to stay um, just focused for even for myself for those two rounds of golf. I mean, let alone I was probably some of them, the holes were a blur and they do that every weekend for 72 holes and just grind that out every weekend. I cannot even imagine <laughs> the grind. Well, I mean, these guys do it at 54, but I mean, still, it's, it's just a lot of golf to be focused and dialed in. 
Because if you just make one bad swing, I mean, you're looking at a seven or eight. You know what I mean? Like, it's just yeah, no, it's no, a grind. It is a grind. I definitely appreciate those guys for doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, he came out firing in the gates. Round one, he shot a 62, so eight under. Wow. Had, um, That's impressive. Yeah, so eight birdies, no bogeys, um, but he was fired up. He, he played well out of the gates. So and just uh, kudos to him for keeping it together for all – you know, three of those rounds. Um, but yeah. yeah, some, some good golf for sure. I think there's some down to the wire in the leaderboard tournaments, um, as a team and as, you know, individual, um, I'm excited to see what happens next weekend. I think the course in Florida is going to play out pretty well. I want to see how many fans actually come out to a big time live tournament. I mm-hmm. think that's going to be a huge, um, I guess, predictor on how it's going to be in the future. I mean, if right. as my prediction, um, it, I don't want to, it's still, it's still a tough thing for me because it's tough to watch. It's tough to keep track of. There's so much going on. It's a um, lot. You know, you got the PJ. It's just, it's just a lot. It's hard to keep track of all. all well, if your Yankees lose this weekend, you'll be able to watch a lot of golf this weekend. Well, so. you know, the Yankees aren't going to lose. So you guys can bet money on that. <laughs> I'll bet you a hundred dollars on that, that one there. Uh, um, but yeah, I know Phil Mickelson kind of talked a little bit on that. Uh, not the Yankees losing because he also knows the Yanks are going to win. But um, more about, you know, where the, the direction of live golf is going in. Quote um, from Phil last week, he said, uh, I see live golf trending upwards. I see the PGA Tour trending downwards. And I love the side that I'm on. It's quite interesting. I don't know if, if you want to put on this too well that he states that quote after pulling out of that legal debate. Seems like he's very wishy-washy on certain aspects of this whole situation. Yeah, I thought that was an interesting topic. And I think I also said Sergio said he doesn't want to play in the Ryder Cup anymore. I think I saw that come out of there too. Um, They're just, I don't know if they're just saying things to justify their decision on making those moves. Because I can see how, I don't know, I just, I just, I, I can't understand Sergio's comment if I if I heard that right is a Ryder Cup is just I mean I think we talked about this every podcast so far like the Ryder Cup and like what it means and, and all that stuff and um, John Rom saying that he wants people to play in the Ryder Cup and you have Sergio who talked to um, John Rom about not um, doing taking away his like DP World Tour membership and all this stuff I, I just cannot get a read on these guys like I just don't know if they need like they're trying things to get headlines or, or what, but you can see a lot like you don't hear anything from Brooks Capica. You don't hear anything from it, I feel like it's the same people that you hear from every single week. Yeah, and, I mean Phil was the first guy to kind of push right. this whole thing. I mean he was he the first big time signee yeah, from PGA? For sure. Okay. For sure. So, but yeah, then I you mean, have then you have Lee Westwood talking every week and you have Ian Poulter talking every week, which I don't even like either of those guys. So I think I it's fair to say, even to our fans, though, too, as well, I think most of the live updates are via Instagram, Twitter, mm-hmm. um, YouTube. It's not a live feed update. You're hearing all nope. these things through these feeds. And what's crazy is I think all these subdivisions of or sub, um, what am I, what's the word I'm looking for? Like speaking points or not speaking points, but platforms, I guess it is, that are, um, you know, divulging this information are getting more attention. They're getting more followers. They're um, able to kind of, you know, grow their media from that standpoint, because it is, it's all coming from that, that, uh, 
those platforms. It's not coming from a live feed. Right. Do you think that Brooks Kepka was actually emotional in that video of him talking about how he hasn't played one last two years? Or do you think he's just not an emotional guy? And I, I'm, I, because even in the Ryder Cup, you didn't like make this much emotion. I don't understand where it's coming from. Um, I mean, was it genuine? The, I don't know. When's the last time he won? I, I can't tell you. Well, I couldn't tell you. you. Yeah. Um, I think it's kind of a combo of both. I think he's going through a lot of mental things. And I think, you know, for as big as a marketing guy that or a big, as big a faced for golf industry itself, um, he has a lot on his shoulders, whether he expresses it or not. And, um, it's tough to say. Was it genuine? I think he's, I've never seen emotion out of him like that before. Is he in Me a bad either. headspace? I don't know. I would definitely, if I was a, a media person in that, um, the after round, uh, interviews, that would be mm-hmm. definitely a question I would ask. It's like, Hey, how's the mental headspace? You know, how are you feeling off the course? Um, how are you feeling on the course? So mm-hmm. again, I think it's tough to say if I, I'm going to, I'm going to be, be the guy I'm going to have to, say it was pretty genuine wow i know you're gonna play devil's advocate and say i don't think it was i really don't think it was i mean it's it's tough i I mean i think some of our viewers would probably have to comment on this one i used um, to love brooks kepka i used to love him but i just love what did you love about him i like the way he competed i like the way he played but then dude he's he's such a douche man i just i mean i just I don't know. I was a, I was a big fan. I'm really not that big of a fan anymore. That's probably why it doesn't seem genuine to me. Um, maybe if I was the same fan I was like a couple of years ago, um, I'd probably feel different. But I just, I don't know. I just think he's kind of a douche, honestly. <laughs> I mean, sometimes being a douche, though, is the best way to get through the PGA Tour. Right. Or sorry, right. not the PGA Tour. I misspoke. The Live Tour, PGA Tour, any tour. Well, all the guys that left, they fit the bill of someone yeah, who would no, go to live. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I think, you know, you're, I think uh, in order to play well in any professional sport, you have to have some kind of douchiness to you. I've always right. said that. Otherwise, right. you'll get walked, you'll get stepped on. Whether it's right. social media, whether it's other guys, um, your feelings will be hurt. You won't mm-hmm. be able to succeed. So, yeah, is his a little bit more than others? Sure. But is he right in the realm of, like you just said, the live player? I mean, I think he's he's right on par with all those guys. Right. Yeah. I mean, t- you, I, Taylor Gooch doesn't come off to me like a type of live player. I like Taylor Gooch, and he's also an Edmund guy, so I still follow him a bit. Um, but yeah, we'll see how this goes this week. I, I'm definitely going to tune into this final tournament this week. I, I do like the team aspect, so it'll be fun to see how it plays out. Yeah, we'll see it down in Miami. See mm-hmm. some uh, good golf. Yeah, I'm sure the course will be looking spectacular. Pristine. Yeah, I'm sure it'll yeah, good. Yeah, I don't think they'll they'll be there won't be anything um, that even comes remotely close to that. Yeah. But uh, I think uh, Nelly and the Chainsmokers are performing down there. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Pretty sweet. Yeah. I, I mean, like that. Uh, Nelly's on Saturday and the Chainsmokers are on Sunday. So. Nice. Little different vibe. That is a different vibe. That's very different. See, I, I, I like, see, they're appeasing to the party aspect of a golf tournament where people go there to get hammered, to with their friends, 
watch an occasional golf shot. Like, I mean, I just, people at tournaments do not go for the golf unless no, you're a true it's, golf fan. It's like the waste management open, but every single exactly. tournament is like that. Exactly. I mean, they're appeasing to that, that fan and they're going to win some of those fans over because they just want to go and party at a, at a golf course. Cause that's like, yeah. What people yeah, want to and do. then you you do lose the aspect of the older generation, right? The true mm-hmm. fan, the the fan that uh, wants to watch good golf and not listen to other things that are going because they play live music while you're golfing, right? Like it's, it's going on like the whole time. So, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but it's fun. It's 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 just different, totally different yeah. than than what we've ever seen before. So, um, but yeah, let's uh, let's jump into the other side. I mean, we've talked about live now, but yeah. uh, did you watch any of the the Zozo Championship? I did. I did. I was keeping up with Ricky. Um, I think I can't believe after last week how he played this week. Apparently, we just need to like just talk a bunch of crap about Ricky and then he'll just play good the next week. Um, yeah. I'm happy to see him up there. Um, Keegan Bradley, he hasn't won in a while also, huge, so it's good to see him. Huge shout out to Keegan Bradley. He showed some real emotion after yeah. winning that, and he's a big TM guy, so mm-hmm. shout out to, to Keegan. I think he... he uh, played outstanding yeah i really like keegan bradley a lot he's a he's a cool dude um and then yeah the course looked great um you had some good names in the top top 10 there so but i, I was really happy to see ricky up there um and then keegan bradley grinded out uh obviously i hoped ricky was going to win that but keegan bradley just a great guy too um Hideki played well um he got a great standing ovation coming up on 18 on sun on their Sunday our, sa- our Saturday night that was cool to see Victor Hovland played pretty well um, he's playing this week so um just some good stuff coming out of out of the Zozo championship um it's becoming a staple for people to play in overseas yeah. so what do you think about like Keegan like coming out of this I mean what is this I mean he only has five PGA Tour victories so does yeah. this put him on the map again? I mean, what do you think of the guy? Uh, I, I honestly keep forgetting that he won the PGA Championship in 2011. Um, yep. So and, I mean, I, and he was Rookie of the Year that year, won the Ryder Cup in 2012, the President's Cup in 2013. So he right. won the Ryder Cup again in 2014. I mean, he's won some big-time tournaments. Yeah. Um, he came from the Corn Ferry, so he won the uh, Tour Alum 2010 Corn Ferry. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean... He, he plays solid golf, a little kind of quirky the way he plays golf. He he really is, and he is just kind of the cool, nice guy that you just like to see do well. Um, I think he played pretty well this last year, though. I feel like he had a couple top ten finishes this last year, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but yeah, I, I I'm really happy to see that he played well. Um, and then he did you all see after the game that he was going to stay up till like two a.m. their time to watch the Patriots play. <laughs> Oh really? He's a big time Patriots, Patriots fan? fan. Yeah, oh, I love that. So he said they were going to go uh, out to a steakhouse and then watch the Patriots game. He said it was going to be a long night. So um, I hope he did have a lot of fun out there. I don't know if he's playing this week. It's got to be a tough turnaround coming to coming from Japan back to the states. But I mean, Liv is going from uh, Saudi Arabia to Miami, so that's going to be a big. I'm surprised they're not getting a week off and then the championship after that. But yeah, um, they're probably already all here though too as well. To, that's true. To, uh... For sure, for sure. So yeah, it's a it's it's it was a good tournament. It was a, it was a good. I mean, I really enjoyed the Zozo. I stayed up super late watching it. Um, so it was fun to watch that. But then we got the CJ Cup coming this week, um, which is exciting. We got a star uh, studded 
grouping or not groupings, but uh, just power rankings coming out of there. Oh, did you also see um, kind of about the senior PGA? Uh, did you see Fred Couples shot a sixty? Oh yeah, I did see that. That was crazy. Career yeah. low. Yeah, twelve under. So he only parred one, two, three, four. Nine mm-hmm. and ten, and then he birdied everything else. That's wild, just crazy. And I was also seeing watching a sweet comparison from like twenty years ago, and it's the same exact swing. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's like riding a bike for those guys. What's, yeah, and that you know that's something I preach about at golf too. I think a lot of our viewers, are, I mean, a lot of our listeners, um, can a testimony to. But it doesn't matter what age you you are, really. I mean, you can play for a very very long time. Right. Yeah, that's why people love golf because you can play it so long. Uh, oh, yeah. There's I mean, a guy I, I that was teed off with a guy who's who was ninety. He was playing on his ninetieth birthday. Like, oh my wild. god, dude! I hope I can swing a golf club at ninety. <laughs> hope I make it to ninety. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the first step is making it to ninety. <laughs> uh, we had a guy that was seventy-two playing the tournament this last weekend. Wow! How did he, still, he? He probably won, huh? Well, he's shooting. He was still hitting at two sixty. Those are the guys. Honestly, I hate playing with. They hit it straight down the middle. Not mm-hmm. enough club head speed to uh, really put you in any danger with spin um, and just eat you alive, you know. Chipping yeah. and putting is where, where they beat you. Yeah, that's when my dad plays. He's going to hate to hear this, but that's exactly how he plays, except he doesn't hit at 260. He probably hits like 220. <laughs> yeah, that's your dad, 220? Yeah, probably. Wow. Mr. Hernandez, I didn't say that. That was from your own son. <laughs> uh, but he'll still beat you, though, because he can putt and chip. No, nah, I mean... 220 is going to be my six iron. We're not playing from the tips, though. Well, that's fine. We can play from the whites. Yeah. I'll just hit the green every time. <laughs> that, drive the green. That was another thing. I keep going back to this tournament, but my buddy tried to drive the green like all the time and would just See, leave himself in bad situations. Yeah, not the tournament type of tournament format to, to try doing that. Yeah, he's an aggressive dude. He swings like a hundred and ten percent like every time like just he'd rather take a full swing with like a nine iron versus like a like a just a nice easy swing with an eight just to get there because he just swings so hard but he he, he told me a story about the john daly swing about how john daly's clubs were too big for him and so he had to like get his clubs all the way around like swing all the way back so that's why he takes the back swing so far and he said that's the same thing that happened to him is that his clubs were always too big so he just had to swing hard to get them around so he's just used to doing it interesting huh i mean i think yeah well i mean at least he figured it out yeah yeah so yeah but the power rankings for this week we got some big names we got rory playing we got john rom big tm guy out there uh justin thomas victor hovland scotty shuffler i mean a lot of these guys are making their start to the year with this tournament at the cj cup in south carolina so it'll be fun to tune in for that. I'm, I'm interested to see how the pairings look um, for this week. I, Even though a couple of these guys obviously are um, very good at golf, this is their first tournament they're going to play this year, and they've been off since the President's Cup. So we'll see how they come out of their little break here. That always It does help a lot of the players, but kind of get – maybe get some rust off there and see what happens. I mean, how far, how long ago was the president's cup? Like three, three or four weeks ago. I don't yeah. Remember. Something like that. Well, Rory won this tournament last year, right? Oh, did he's he? defending. Yeah. I oh. believe he's defending this one. Nice. Okay. Nice. Yeah. So, I mean, he, he's been playing well, I mean, the last six months. So, yeah. Um, I know he's played about a couple rounds on the European tour. Mm-hmm. If I remember. Mm-hmm. So 
Yeah, he looks good. We'll see how he can defend it. Yeah, I think oh Keegan Bradley is playing in this in this week. Oh sweet, that's he's be playing fantastic. again. So um, I th- I want to say he's from that area somewhere. Keegan? The, yeah, somewhere down there. Okay. Maybe just maybe Georgia. I don't remember. I, I've heard him talk about it one time, but I think dude who I like this week. I kind of like Max Homa this week. Ooh, you're gonna go Max. I'm gonna go right. Rom after coming off that big one in Spain. Some good juju mm-hmm. going. Yeah, that's I think that's a, good a pick. steady pick. Yeah, yeah, I like I like that. Um, I just don't. I don't know. Rory's a defending champion is always tough. Um, yeah, I, I just think I like Max's home. I like him. I like him this week. Um, and then you have to. What are your thoughts on Terrell Hatton? Terrell Hatton. Yeah. No idea. Who's that guy? He always gets mad and throws his clubs and stuff. He's on the. Oh, he's a, so he's like a Sergio. Yeah, exactly. I love that. I think he's an Eng- English England guy. Terrell Hatton. Yeah. He plays for Live, right? No, I'm surprised he doesn't. That's why I was asking you. I, I think he would be the ones I thought would go over, but he hasn't. I think he. Yeah, maybe he's. Yeah, he's definitely talked some things about Live. He's on. Mm-hmm. He's definitely on board with the whole thing, but he hasn't yeah. made the transition yet. Yeah. So the is that Connor Connor Con I can't even say this. Conagree Golf Club. <laughs> that's where what are you it's talking at. about. Uh, that's where the the tournament is at, at the course in in South Carolina this week. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, I'm, I think Connor Connor I can't, I can't talk. Jeez, that was terrible. Conagree. Um, yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's uh par 71, 7600 yep. yards. Yep. Yeah. No, it'll be I, I mean, is that long? I don't even know if that's long for a course. 76? I don't think that's long. It's not very long. It's long for me. I think the course I played was 64 this week. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you hit your driver 200 <laughs> yards, of course it's going to be long for you, bud. <laughs> that's what it felt like. <laughs> I hit 200 yards and I got hit like a 200 yard. Dude, okay, I got to tell you about the shot. I forgot this shot. Right, I hit shot of the one weekend. of the best golf shots I've ever hit in my life. What was um, it? Break it down. So, all right, so we're on the tee, par four, creek, about 280 out. So I hit a three wood, um, downwind, downhill, um, pulled it left behind these two trees. So I have a little bit of an opening. The pin is in the back. So I, ha- I have to hit a low shot because there's, there's branches hanging down um, or uh, above. So I did below. So I'm contemplating, I, I practice hitting like a low stinger, I guess you could kind of say, on like on the range, because I just like the way it, it sounds and the ball flies pretty cool. So I just try and do it every once in a while on the range. So I felt comfortable. I had a six iron in my hand. I was about 180 out. Dude, right hit perfectly straight, two hopped onto the green, rolled out, in for birdie from wow. like three feet. It, a little tap in, a little tap in birdie. It was a golf shot. That's a tough shot. That, that's yeah. If, you're, yeah. if you look up golf shot, you're probably right there at the top. Michael Hernandez golf shot. That is a golf shot of of my life. And I I was chipping really good also, but I just couldn't like. like I said I was just hitting the ball left and right off the tee, so I was having to punch out every time. But the chipping was actually pretty good this week, this weekend. How how were the fairways were green? Uh, the fairways were green. What do you mean? Like was in good shape. Like, yeah, was it in good shape? Yeah, it was in pretty good shape. The greens were all right. Uh, I mean, you're looking at Oklahoma in October. I mean, 
normally it, it could be like 40 degrees. It could be, it was going to be 82 on Saturday. So we had a good weekend. We were like right at 72. Okay. Uh, we did get a lot of rain on Sunday, so the ball wasn't moving at all. Like it was. Yeah, stick. you're getting some more rain. I think later this week too. So sorry, we uh, had a rainstorm down here. Yeah, but I just keep thinking about things about that tournament. It was just a good experience, and I hit some good shots. But yeah, yeah, it's always it only takes one for you to come back. So oh yeah, there's for your sure. one shot. For That's sure. why we, it's a love hate relationship with the game. <laughs> yeah. So I'm definitely going to be tuning in to golf this weekend. Um, I'm actually heading to Stillwater also for uh, the Oklahoma State football game this weekend. The fam's heading down. So have it on the TV, have it on some football. Um, so that'd be fun. Um, nice. So you Get said some you like, there. yeah, some baseball. So you said you like, um, who, who do you like? Oh, you like John Rom and I like um, Maxima this week. Do you yeah, want to do a bet? You want to do a bet who finishes in the top 10? Yeah, top ten. You yeah. so you have okay. So I have Rom and you have. Mm-hmm. Sorry, who do you have? I have Max Homa. Top. Oh, pff, that's an easy bet. Max Homa is gonna get absolutely mind beeped, <laughs> and he's gonna be probably. I'll have to get bet that he's even out of the top fifteen. Oh really? We'll just do ten though. We'll just do ten. So uh, what's the bet here? Um, how about you send me a five dollar Starbucks gift card? Oh, like that. I like okay. that. That works. So, and then uh, we'll post the. I have some ugly pictures. We can uh, put up on oh, our on dear the gram. God. So, we'll, dude, uh, yeah, I'm sure you have some ugly pictures. Um, yeah. So I posted on our Instagram story last week the question of the five PGA Tour wins or Ooh. the major win. What were the What was the uh, outcome there? Dude, it was a five PGA Tour wins. Oh, look at that. That's on my side. That's on your side. Yeah. Yeah. I told you, man. Nobody wants to win the Masters one time. (laughs) Paige was one of the votes. (laughs) And she goes, I'd rather win five little tournaments than one big one. And I was like. She knows what's up. She knows what's up. But I was like, do you, I'm going to give you a backstory. She's like, I don't care. I just, I'd rather win five than one. (laughs) No, no, I mean, that makes sense. Five, uh, five wins. Get yourself exposed. Some great marketing deals. Yeah, I did get some good points this weekend from a couple of people who responded to that question. Yeah. So one was, is that we should do a question on which, which major would you rather win? All right. Are we running that for this week? Yeah. Let's do it. We can go every, let's do this. So going forward, just so our listeners know, send in a request for a question you want to be, uh, to posted and, uh, we'll roll with it. See, uh, what the outcome is and mm-hmm. go from there. So yeah, I'm down. So what, what, what is it? What major? Yeah. What okay. would you rather win? Oh, the Masters fall into that, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. It's probably, I mean, if we're going major, it's probably going to be the Masters. See, that was my same response to a couple people that we talked about this with. But if you think about it, it's an invitational tournament. So the aura of winning at Augusta National, like there's just so much history there definitely brings in like a big part of wanting to win that tournament because it's just so i mean everyone just looks forward to the masters every year but if you're looking at it from a perspective like who is the best golfer that weekend i would probably say the u.s open because it's an open tournament you're playing the you're playing as many golfers as can make and qualify for that u.s open 
That's so, true. So it's like you could almost say you beat the best of the best. You beat the best of the best. You were the best golfer in the world that week. Hmm. Different, different, different uh, outlook on that. Didn't think about it that way. Yeah. I, you might have swayed me to the to the U.S. Open. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know, man. But having a green jacket, nothing. I mean, it's just oh, it's so sick. iconic. It's golf. It's iconic. Iconic. Right, like, all right, I'm gonna stick with the Masters. You're gonna go U.S. Open. Let's I think see what our viewers. Open. Let's yeah. see what our listeners uh, vote on. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go with the U.S. Open. All right, um, we'll be posted. We'll post it this week. Sweet. And so, if you want to shoot us a message or shoot us a question, we're on Twitter, and we're on Instagram. On Instagram, we are the, uh, at Be Good Pod on Instagram. On Twitter, we are should have made them all the same, but I wasn't able to because just wasn't. Uh, on Twitter, we are at Be Good Golf. So Instagram is at Be Good Pod, and then in, and then Twitter is at Be Good Golf. Um, we're working on the YouTube page. Um, we're we're using a different platform today to record, so this will be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all of those. And then we're going to try and get th- um, just a picture of our of us, and then have it on YouTube as well. Um, Andy's going to try and get this into a, 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 a video file for us to post on YouTube. Um, so you can also subscribe and comment on the YouTube page as well. Um, that is Be Good Golf Podcast is a YouTube page. Um, we're going to start putting some more content out there. We're actually going through a rebrand, so be on the lookout for a new design coming up soon. It's exciting. Oh, uh, yeah, rebrand. some uh, Maybe some merch down the road. Yeah. But- uh, I don't even know if you can call it a rebrand. We haven't really released any true logo true. of uh, what we wanted. So we worked right. on a couple of things, looked at a couple of ideas, came up with them that I think we both agreed on. So right. yeah, we'll uh, we'll release that hopefully next week or so. I'm um, just doing some final touches, and you guys will see that on um, uh, all of our platforms. Yep, yep. Uh, do you want to jump into baseball real quick and give us a Let's quick go. overview of the weekend? Best time, best time of the year, folks. <laughs> It's nothing like Yankee baseball. <laughs> if they ever play. Yeah, if they ever play. Game was postponed um, tonight. Tonight is being uh, Tuesday or uh, Monday the 17th. So when this mm-hmm. release is going to be a little late. But um, yeah, yeah cr- crazy week in baseball. Huge news. We'll jump in through real quick. The pods. The Padres knock off the Dodgers. I picked that one. Unreal. You did pick that one. You did pick the Padres. So. It was an absolute fest down here in downtown San Diego. People sure were loving it. It was a wild time. Game one is tomorrow night, which is a Monday or a Tuesday the 18th. So mm-hmm. um, we'll see how that goes. Um, Phillies came out on top over Atlanta. Not Love much. It. I think the Phillies are just hot right now. You know, they have an unstoppable defense. What a what a what a stadium to be in with, with uh, Bryce Harper hitting some bombs. I know I said I I didn't like the the Phillies, but after this week. I love the Phillies. I their yeah. stadium. Phillies was are sweet to watch. Rocking, it was rocking. Yes. Oh yes. I mean, that team is is going to go deep. I mean, they're already deep in the playoffs, but mm-hmm. I mean, for them to play the Padres, uh, yeah, they're going to play well. Um, and yeah. then we had obviously the Yanks and Guardians. We'll we'll go back to that in a little bit, but. Houston swept the Mariners. Sorry to the Mariners. They didn't win one home game playoff no, game. but No surprise. And we'll see. There's a lot of guys that are going to be changed up in that that organization. A lot of guys that are going to be free agents, um, traded. 
So we'll see what they do. This will be a, a defining year if all those guys can stay together and mm-hmm. have another good year. They'll, they'll be they'll be in it again next year. I think that was a good year for Seattle. Oh, I mean, by f- I mean they met, they made it farther than I would assume they thought they would. Right. Yeah, I think so too. It's a great year for them. Yeah, it's a huge year. So, mm-hmm. um, and then, yeah, let's jump into the freaking Yanks, man. Absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> We freaking lost game four, or sorry, game three, mm-hmm. uh, to a walk off. We were up, uh, what is it, five to three, or five to four in the bottom of the ninth, um, and they freaking walked us off. So pretty disappointed in that. Had my heart ripped out for a little bit. Yeah. Um, knew it wasn't over. I mean, we're a legit team, so we pretty much had all control of all the games from the offensive standpoint, which was predicted. I definitely predicted that. Um, but came back, big-time game four win. I mean, I was on the edge of my seat all night, call it what it is. The Guardians are a gritty team. Shout-out to 2013 Oku Eagles. Um, but unbelievable. Uh, Bader, two-run bomb. Um, we had some clutch base hits early in the game by Rizzo, driving a few runs early. Mm-hmm. Um Judge still struggling in the playoffs, man. Still absolutely struggling. So, yeah. Um, hoping he, hopefully, he comes around. He's in definitely, a, he can call what it is a slump. Uh, but yeah, we look at it as a team. Supposed to play tonight, rain, uh, screwed everything up. So, they play tomorrow, which is going to be Tuesday, the 18th at 4 p.m. Eastern time. So, it's going to be quite an early day game. And then they have to turn around if they win that and play on Wednesday. Um, which is ridiculous. I mean, I think they need to plan that out a little bit better. I think that's unfair to those guys, but um, happy we get a bullpen day to rest our guys because mm-hmm. we struggled in the bullpen a little bit. Had a lot of guys pitching on game yeah. three and four. So, um, yeah. So it sounds like you're a big Phillies guy. So yeah, I'm just, you're going to go Phillies over the Padres. Uh, dude, I just think the Phillies are on the destiny tour right now. I just feel like they are. I mean, obviously the Padres are too because they beat the Dodgers. But, I mean, dude, I just – man, watching that game, that Phillies game, it got me hype. And then hearing Bryce Harbor talk about it and those guys talk about it in the post game, I mean, it was just hard not to be a Phillies fan right now. Oh, no, I agree. They're, I mean, Bryce Harper is having a freaking MVP yeah. playoff run. He is. Um, he is. Hitting 500, two bombs, five RPIs, OPS of 1.5. Jeez. But then you have Jay Cronenworth from the pods hitting 438, one bomb, five RBIs as well, um, an OPS of 1.06. So yeah. these are two offensive uh, hot teams. Yeah. Call it is. Two teams that are hot offensively. Their pitching is holding it down. Um, but, yeah, yeah it's it's going to be a, a hell of a LA, L, NLDS um, series and – I'm hoping the Yanks pull it out, man. I'm, st- I'm stressing out over here. I know some of our <laughs> listeners probably hate the Yankees. Either hate them or you love them. So this is uh, yeah. the Yankees podcast brought I, to you by the Yes I, Network. <laughs> unofficial sponsor, the Yes Network. No, I, I hope the Yankees win for your sake because it's going to be a sad podcast next week if they lose. Yeah, I, we probably won't be on the pod if they lose. We got Nasty <laughs> Nestor on the bump. Don't know if you've seen that guy's stash. Unreal. That guy's legit. <laughs> He's my new favorite player of the year. I wish I can rock a stash as well as he does, but yeah, um, yeah. I mean, let's just. I want to recap that game real fast. Cole on the bump, man. 
just pitch. I mean, that's what we paid him for. Very good. Pay him the big money. Looked very good. You know, he struggled early, but he freaking showed up, man. Yeah. He's the guy. So, I mean, nothing get pumped. He's going to throw some fist pumps. Mm-hmm. He left it all on the field. I mean, even that's he came into, I, well, he came into today's uh, game ready to pitch. He even told Boone, he's like, hey, man, if you need me, I'm ready to go. So, um, what do you love to see from your best player or your best pitcher? I mean, oh, leader on the field, man. Yeah. He leads on the field. Yeah. I mean, but right now, though, it seems like just the teams in the NL are just on fire right now. So it's got to be nervy for those, the American League right now, for someone coming out to face well, one of those I, teams. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, we're playing, we're going to be playing Houston. So yeah. I yeah. hope and I pray that we do get to play Houston because I want sweet, sweet MF revenge. revenge yeah. Houston, y'all are cheaters. <laughs> you guys suck. I freaking hate Houston more than I hate the Red Sox. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's you heard it here, folks. I, as a diehard Yankee fan, hate Houston more than the freaking Red Sox. Yeah. I know a lot of people from Houston, man. A lot of my people, my fraternity are from Houston. So they're like all H Town, like Texas the Texans, the Astros, the Rockets, and Man, do they just give me a bunch of shit when we play the when they play the Thunder? We just being stomped and yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of Houston. I'm not gonna rip them because I do like my friends from Houston. But if I if I didn't have friends from Houston, I would I would rip them. I I don't like Houston that much either. Do, I mean, do you even think their World Series and playoff runs count? I don't know. I don't. I don't even. I don't even know. I didn't watch any of their games this year. I don't even know if like the if the Mariners were just that bad or if Houston was just that good. Um, no, check it out. Here, here's a stat for you guys. This is how I know that Houston sucks. Okay. <laughs> What's his little dude? The little dude that plays? Um, Jose Altuve. Oh, Altuve. Kid goes like 0 for 9 with 8 Ks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty hard to hit when you don't know what, what the pitch is freaking coming. Like, nobody's pounding on a trash can for you, bud. You got to learn how to play baseball. <laughs> Dang, So dude. It just gets Double me real wild up, you know. Right. What's well, tough too for me? I'm in a tough situation tomorrow night. I mean, the Padres game is at home, so I'm gonna be home. But the Yankees are also on, so you best believe in. I'm gonna be wearing my Yankee jersey out on the town because I gotta watch the game. Yeah. Are you off tomorrow? No, I gotta head into work. Can be a short day though. Getting That's in early, good. getting some work done. Um, but uh, oh, side note, rock the Yankee jersey to the Rams game. I'm a true fan. Okay, folks. You are. I mean, I was at the Rams-Panthers game, and I'm rocking a Yankees jersey. I was getting some heat, but I also got some respect dabs from some local fans, especially after L.A. won. Yeah. Or, sorry, after L.A. lost. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, man, it's going to be a nerve-wracking night. I mean, if the Padres win and the Yankees win, we can party together. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Um are you a Padres fan then since you're in San Diego a bit? I mean, the Padres can be my NL team. I'll take it. And they also wear pinstripes like the Yanks do. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's the jerseys fair. are sick. I like the Yeah, Padres the jerseys. yellow and the brown is pretty sweet. Yeah. Definitely a clean, clean look. Nothing like it, you know? Yeah, I like them. Nice. Yeah, so we'll see how this plays out. We'll hopefully have some, some good news for you tomorrow when everyone listens to this. Hopefully there will be some good news. Yeah, you'll know the the tone of the of the pod early. We'll post some stuff on our media too as well. So yeah, the Yankees win. Just keep an eye out. Yep. 
but well, uh i think I that's think it that, for me man yeah that's about does it i think that wraps it up for uh another another episode of the pod i think um got some good stuff coming up for the week and uh some good mm-hmm. things going on but mm-hmm. just want to thank everybody for listening um we'll hear from us next week and we'll keep it rolling thanks mike well yeah. uh we'll talk to you next week man yeah thanks for everybody for listening to episode three of the be good golf podcast um we'll get something posted this week like avery said and uh thanks for listening Thank you.